Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome back to Talking Lamar. On this episode, I'm talking about my trip to Japan. Konnichiwa, arigato gozaimasu. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I am talking to you. That's just what I was talking about. It's Talking Lamar. (laughs) You know, my daughter Kaylee lives in Japan with her husband Shige, and she's got three kids. They're six, four, and one and a half. And we hadn't seen her in five years and actually had never met two of the kids. So we were very excited to get there. But, you know, it's a tough and a long trip. And so we're driving to the airport and Carla's like, you know, I'm getting claustrophobic. Only two more hours and we're trapped. And I'm like, I I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it would be beneficial if you didn't use the word trapped. I mean, we're not in a hostage situation with black bags over our heads. I mean, we haven't even got out of South Carolina yet. You know, you're already, you know, so, so we, so we get to the airport and we get checked in and I've got a torn meniscus in my left knee. I, I can walk, but I can't really walk far distances without some getting uncomfortable. So I had requested a wheelchair just to go from gate to gate. So they got me the chair, but it was going to be a while before they could get somebody to push it. And we really need to get to the gate. So I told Carl, I said, you're going to have to push me. So she piled up a bunch of bags in my lap and we're pushing down the road or down a, a thing. And she says, well, I guess this makes us even for you pushing me when I had that broke ankle. And I don't know if anybody listening, if you know, oh. she broke her ankle a few years ago and we're in Panama City for a week. And I looked at her and I said, let me go ahead and explain something to you. I said, you were pushing me on a tile floor down a terminal to a gate. I said, I pushed you in sand that was four inches thick at 102 degrees on the beach for seven days. I'll let you know when we're even. You just keep pushing. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> so, but one of the funny things that happened with the wheelchair deal on our way back, we get uh, to Detroit, or, or we're getting, uh, yeah, we're at Detroit. We're getting on a plane to Detroit, uh, from Detroit. And so we, we push up there, and the lady, evidently, they needed a wheelchair or something, and she said, can, can you can you walk? I said, yeah, 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 it's no problem. I just can't walk a long ways. I said, I can I can get into the plane. That's no problem. I said, let me just, let me get up. So I put all the bags down, and I'm, I'm sort of struggling to get up out of the chair, and I'm like, if I can get out of this chair, and this little boy behind me, he's about nine or 10 years old. He goes, you can do it. I believe in you, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was in a black and white movie. Everybody's laughing. And there's a guy at the counter and he says, 
well, you sure got to get out of it now. I said, let me tell you something, buddy. After this kid's encouragement, if I have to crawl on my hands and knees to that plane, I'm going to make it. <laughs> so good. It was so, so, so funny. But we get on the plane uh, when we got to Atlanta going on the trip. We get on the plane, and we're sitting on the side with three seats, and the plane is filling up, but nobody's taking our third seat. So I'm intently watching every person walking towards us. And if they're traveling alone, I'm willing them in my mind just to keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. And so Carla leans over and says, you know, I th- I said, shut up, shut up. I said, don't you say it. If you jinx it, you just you can think it, but don't speak it. Just keep concentrating. And I continued to watch these people coming down the aisle, and I made no eye contact. And finally, the door closed, and I heard those magic words, prepare for departure. Booyah! We hit the lottery. <sighs> an empty seat. And because it's an international flight, it's empty seat beside you and free liquor. This is redneck first class at its best. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like having that extra seat. It is just just great. But, you know, even with the extra seat, it's hard to sleep on the plane. And, you know, I use a CPAP machine at home, and now they will let you use it on the flight. You have to have a battery to run it, but they'll let you use it. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to take the CPAP machine. And so when you put the CPAP machine on, you do look like an idiot. So I just covered my whole head and body with a blanket. So I, I look like an idiot, but a different kind of idiot. <laughs> so, but even that, if we slept three, it's a 14 hour flight. If we slept three hours, I would be shocked. I mean, it's, can you sleep on a plane, Cherry? Um, not without like pharmaceutical assistance. And yeah. even then it's That's choppy. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Even then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that jet lag. We'll talk more about that after this break. (laughs) Yeah, let's pause because that jet lag, Lamar. Yes, yes. So, a 14 hour flight where you barely sleep. I know that you were like, you were having the cartoon birds spinning around your head the entire time you were there and probably still today, (laughs) now, right? From the trip back. Well, the going, the going part. It wasn't quite as bad. I, for some reason, it doesn't affect you on the way. But on the way back, because on the way back, it actually from door to door was 32 hours. From the time Ooh. we got up at their house and got to our house, Man. it was 32 hours. And we only, like I say, a couple of three hours sleep at, at the best. And so that was on Thursday night when we got home. I slept for 15 hours straight. And I think Carla slept for either 12 or 13 and then all we did Friday was just sit around. I mean, this whole the whole whole weekend was just like, oh my god, I'm I'm feeling better now. But it's taken it's taken a while. I mean, it does. It's a real thing. I don't know how people that travel a lot like that. Maybe they get used to it. I don't know. But I don't know either. It's. it's yeah, I mean, I, but how, and the thing about it. Well, wait. I was going to say I want to hear about the food because I followed your trip on Carla's Instagram and. I know Carla's not a sushi eater, but there. Are, nope. I had two questions for you. One, I want to hear about the food. And then the other, I want to hear about you doing a back sort of <laughs> fall, f- trust fall, into a small inflatable kiddie pool. Son, I know it's a torn meniscus, but did you also have a head injury? Like, what were you thinking? I saw that. <laughs> well, let's talk about the food first. You know, the last time... 
Carla and I went over there. Carla about starved to death because they, it, they it's an island, so there's a lot of seafood. Carla doesn't eat seafood and and sushi and stuff, so whatever. So she packs ramen noodles and stuff. She packs all, and but we get over there and that sort of changed up. We cooked a lot at home, and I, I took Shige's parents out. We took them out uh, for dinner, and so we went to a Wagyu restaurant. And you're on a, at a long table, and there's two grills on the table. And they just bring you platters of Wagyu beef. And, oh, and I, I, boy, it's man. unbelievable. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, the beef tongue, if you've never had beef tongue, and Carla had it the last time we went. She had already eaten three or four pieces and told me, I, she said, what is this? And I said, well, it's, it's beef tongue. And she said, well, I can't eat that. I said, well, you've eaten three or four pieces? And she goes, I know, but it's in my head. So when we sat down, the first thing they brought out was a beef tongue. And so I said, we're not going to talk about this, but, you know, and I, and so she said, look, I got to pretend it's something else because it's so good. I, I got to keep eating it. I mean, <laughs> it was tremendous. It was, it was absolutely tremendous. And then uh, she gave parents not to be outdone on our last day there. They sent over a box of Wagyu beef for me and she gave to cook on the grill. Oh. So, I, I can't. I mean, they were ribeyes. They were. I mean, it, you, it was every kind oh of cut my of beef. Word. I mean, I eat beef until I was in a stupor. It was unbelievably good. It was great. And I tried. And you saw on on, on uh, Facebook. I tried out some of the crazy stuff that you see, like the eel cola and stuff. It was still pretty good. I mean, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, talk. It's great talk, over there. It's great. Talk to me about eel cola. Well. We saw it, and I said, okay. I said, let's get – so I got some flavors. I got strawberry grape. Then I got eel, and then I got uh, uh, another one that was some sort of hot stuff or whatever. And so I'm thinking the eel is going to be terrible. I really am. And I'm thinking, you know, this is going to be funny because it's really going to be terrible. But, you know, it tastes like a cross between a Coke and a Pepsi. Had a little bit of the taste of both of them that maybe was a little bit flat. Didn't have quite as much fizz. It was not hard to drink. It really wasn't. I mean, I was I was so sort you're of saying shocked. Eel cola, not eel, eel colon. Because I'm thinking to myself, is there any other part of the eel you could eat other than the colon? So <laughs> it's, it's colon. It's eel cola. Okay, I just want to be clear on that. Okay, okay. If it was eel colon, it would be called eel chitlins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it was pretty good. But now the the whole deal with the uh, the, uh, the swimming pool, there was a lot more water in that swimming pool when this day started. Okay, we had the, the, and I thought there was still a lot more water in there because they were splashing around and Shige was diving in and jumping around. And I'm like, I'll show you. How. So I walk up there <laughs> and you can see, you know, I cross my arms and I fell straight back. If there was Two and a half inches of water, I would be shocked. But I didn't look. I did not look. I thought I was falling back into a foot of water, okay? And a foot of water, that would have felt completely different. But I that hope inch so. and a half to two <laughs> inches of water, I felt that ground a lot quicker than I expected to. And that ground did not give away. And so, Carla stopped filming. She cut the phone off, thank goodness, because... I rolled from that to a fetal position. <laughs> and Carl oh. said, I broke your back. I said, boy, I hope not. <laughs> oh, God, Lord. <laughs> 
But now the good the kids loved it. They oh, said, do I'm it sure. again. I, oh, saw I, the, I saw the video, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said, no, we're not doing that again. We're not now, here's the other thing. We took them to a water park. And so we're at this really nice water park. It's got these big wave pools. And so we'd been there about 15 minutes. And so we're headed to the wave pool and a lifeguard stopped us. And of course, I couldn't understand him. He told my daughter, he said, uh, he would have to cover up his tattoo if I wanted to get in the water. Because in Japan, evidently, you're not allowed to get into a public pool if you have uncovered tattoos. And so I had to go put a t-shirt on and I asked my son-in-law, I said, why is that? And he said, well, it's because of the Yakuza, the Japanese mafia, because, you know, their entire bodies are like covered with tattoos or whatever. So I'm assuming they oh. thought I was associated with the, they thought I was associated with the South Carolina branch of Yakuza or <laughs> the Yakuza, the moonshine division or something. I don't know. I don't know. But I think went, any, I yeah, so anyone who knows you knows that you're affiliated with organized crime in Japan. I mean, that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was so much fun, the grandkids playing with them. They have lizards, okay? They have lizards, and so every as, day they have to pets? go catch crickets and spiders. As yeah, pets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. As pets, yeah. And so they have to go find crickets and spiders. Hana, who is the one-and-a-half-year-old, she's out there trying to catch crickets and spiders with her. And I'm like, boy, I'll watch y'all, but I'm not participating. She wound up catching a lizard. And she turns around to hand it to me, and I'm like, I do not want this lizard, but I cannot not take this lizard because she's looking at me with this big smile like she brought me something, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I had to. T- I said, thank God it wasn't a spider because I don't know what I've done because I can't deal with a spider. But, yeah, they're, listen, they're living a life like nobody's business. I mean, it's they're, they're having a really, really great time. They're having a really how, great time. How do you – I mean, I just have to ask, you know, like – God, she's, you're, they're so far away. Isn't that hard? It was, oh, leaving was, was terrible. But here's, here's, here's what I'm saying. We FaceTime with them a lot. And so FaceTime now is different because we have been there and we've held them and played with them. And, we've, and, and think about this. The whole time we were there, 100% of the time that we were awake, we were with them. That's, we had some intense time. I mean, that was yeah. every day, every hour of every day. And they were running us like, you know, ragged. But so now when we when they FaceTime, I think it's a little bit bigger deal for them because they, they know. But you, you can't go over there, but every couple of three years. I mean, it's just. It's, it's too expensive. much. Yeah. yeah. And they can't yeah, really come here. You know? Like, Gosh, no, because a family of five, you're talking about $10,000 for plane ticket. Plus. Them kids, they wide ass open. So they get thrown <laughs> off the plane halfway here. They wouldn't last 14 hours. Them people would be jumping. I mean, I no, no, no. They wild. They wild. But sweet as they can be. But we had really good time. It was. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So if what, it wasn't um, for the coming and going part. <laughs> um, what surprise what you've been there a few times now and you've had all sorts of different adventures. Like what surprised you other than the fact that the eel cola, not colon, because Max, if all they fed him was an eel's colon, he's hungry. That seems like it would not be much. Um, what well, surprised you? Know, you? She, she gave parents, they don't speak English, but they got, she gave it uh, to translate it. And they asked me the same thing. What do you find really surprising about the country? And after I told them this, I'm hoping they took it in the way I meant it. But, 
what amazes me is how they hold on to they're very futuristic. They have stuff over there. I mean, they're very forward in technology and that kind of stuff, but they still hold on to the old ways. Because when you're at the airport, when you go into the bathroom, if you go into one of the stalls, they have the toilets that have the pressure washer, a hair dryer. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you get a complete workout when you sit down on that toilet. And, you, you know, you can pick how warm the air is to dry your butt. You can how <laughs> hot the water is to clean you. I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But then you can go to the stall next door, and it's a porcelain hole in the ground with two things to hold on to. So the old ways, they don't get rid of the old ways. They keep them, but they also go as far as possible in advanced technology. I just think it's it says a lot for the country that they are constantly inventing new things, but they're not giving up on the traditional old stuff. I think there's something to be said about that. And boy, I I tell you, it, it was hard. Listen, it was hard to leave my grandkids, but it was really hard to leave their bathroom because that toilet, I'm telling you, man, those <laughs> things are awesome. They're awesome. <laughs> It's, it's just an amazing technology. I'm just telling you, it's an amazing technology. So the full oh, quote from this is, I hated leaving my grandchildren, but that toilet was... <laughs> wow! <laughs> and on that note, I think we're going to shut down this latest episode of Talking Lamar. I'm so glad you had Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking the time out. Thank you for listening. Please tell everybody to listen. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.